Wow, that's so funny. Two broke gays? Two broke gays? Two broke gays? Okay, listeners, welcome back to Two Broke Gays. You're here with Jenna Cordes. And Kevin Sullivan. And we're really excited for today's guest, our first pop star, Jared Gelman. Hi, and I actually think it's now three broke gays. <laughs> yeah, that's it. <laughs> Yay! Hey, guys. Welcome to the show. We're so excited. Thank you for having me. Yeah. I love your show. Thanks. Thank you. So I've been listening to um, a lot of your tracks, but I am going to try to calm down and not rapid fire ask questions because that's a little bit of my style. I mean, I'm flaming. Okay, <laughs> then I'll do the first question. Okay. Um, you do have flames on your shirt, actually. I wish the listeners... See? It's a flaming shirt. I love it. Well, they'll see on our Instagram. We'll take a picture. Oh, yeah. Um, when did you start doing music? Um, so I've always loved music, but uh, answering how long I've done it is probably subjective. I probably would say I've been doing it since I was like a little kid, but actually having tangible songs um, that I wouldn't even be embarrassed about today. Uh probably like 10 years. Um, I sometimes find songs I wrote when I was like in third grade and like I can't even tell myself, oh, you were in third grade, it's cute. Like I'm still so embarrassed that I thought those were songs. (laughs) That's so sad. Um, That's really cute. Yeah, sure. But I went to- You'd be hard on little baby Jared Gilman. (laughs) Little baby Jared Gilman. Trying to sing, man. Can I see those songs though? No, I kind (laughs) of- Maybe I'll turn them into some, uh, some song on stage too. Well, you know, it's funny, <laughs> my dad and I, like, when I was in middle school, we would go for walks, and my dad would tell me that we were writing songs together, and, like, I refound one of the songs recently, and it was called Our Day, and it was literally My Girl, but instead of it being My Girl, it was Our Day, and I thought it was original at the time, <gasps> and I listened oh to God. it recently, and I was like, you... <laughs> You've got to be kidding me. And like my home friends all know the words and I don't think it'll ever come out. Our day. You our got day, it. You know what? Just talking about our day. <laughs> That's so cute. So was it like, was music like a family thing? Um, my family's always really been into music, but I um, like grew up loving obviously pop stars, but mm-hmm. the first like tangible inspiration I had was actually the Black Eyed Peas. Um, and... It was before, like, the heavy electronic aspects were in their music, but uh, there were still, like, elements of, like, Will I Am wasn't really singing, Mm -hmm. and, like, it was still melodic, so I didn't tell myself until I was in college that I needed voice lessons, so for me, it was just, like, really electronic, and then it got to a point where I was like, maybe you should learn how to sing if you want to be a pop star, Mm -hmm. because I've always been a dancer first, um, and it was just that I loved being on stage. Mm -hmm. Um, Always dancing. And you had an onstage experience with the Black Eyed Peas, right? I did. It's actually, life is very full circle. Um, I grew up loving Christina Aguilera, and I remember vividly in third grade watching MTV's Diary of Christina Aguilera, and she performed with a burlesque troupe at the time called the Pussycat Dolls. And fast forward a bunch of years, um, the Black Eyed Peas opened for Christina Aguilera on tour, and because when they performed one of their songs, there was a curse word, and I was like in third grade, and I was like, they're so cool, I need to get the CD. And then I fell in love, and then the Black Eyed Peas went on a tour, and the Pussycat Dolls were the opening act, and when my family went, I remembered watching the third grade uh, MTV Diary special of Christina Aguilera, so I recognized the girl who founded them when she was in the audience, and she wasn't famous yet, so when I went up to her, she was like taken aback and was like, wow, you know that I made the Pussycat Dolls? Um, and then and then we exchanged information, and a few months later, she got me tickets to a Black Eyed Peas concert 
where the Pussycat Dolls opened up, and I was uh, in the front row, and Will pulled me on stage, and it was sort of that night when I like looked into the crowd and saw like thousands of people that I was like, oh, I really want to be on stage the rest of my life. Yeah. And, um, oh my god, that's so amazing. Isn't that cool? Yeah. That's such a cool story. I, yeah, and um, life is full circle because now um, I'm friendly with Fergie, and I work with Nicole sometimes. So cool. Um, yeah. Oh yeah, I saw your Fergie. You just did a picture of like you as a child with Fergie, and then like one recently. Yeah. Um, when was the picture taken? The first one. Uh, the first one was in like 2003, and then the second one was like a week and a half ago, and <laughs> uh, we were we joked that it was like from fan to can I say fag? Well, you can cut it. Yeah. Oh yeah, no. you can fan say fag. to oh, say yeah. fag to. Fierce friend visiting Fergie at the four. What of alliteration. Uh, come on, alliteration. Um, <laughs> but yeah, that concert that I got pulled up on stage at, coincidentally, my dad got pulled on stage at a Temptations concert to perform My Girl. Before like, it was our song. Before our day. <laughs> our day. Our day. <laughs> yeah, so. Our song is Elton. <laughs> oh, that's your song. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's our song that we're going to write after this. That's so cool. So then since deciding, like, you wanted to be a pop star, or it sounds like it was, like, always in you with regards to, like, songwriting and things like that, but what's your trajectory been like since being like, yeah, this is what I want to do? So I, um, through my entire uh, college uh, musical journey, I worked with a lovely girl who was my best friend at the time who lived in the UK. Her name was Jordan Howe um, and she was trans and she unfortunately committed suicide. And when she commits suicide, um, one, I felt like my life came crashing down because before I had even taken voice lessons, she was the only like tangible person in my life who was like, no, I believe in you. Like you got to do it. Um, And once that happened, I felt more a sense of purpose for like wanting to spread a message. Uh, but also, like, if we're going to talk logistics, once I no longer had a producer, I had to learn how to sing mm-hmm. because I couldn't just be like, oh, electronic. Um, and so then in, like, the end of my college experience, I took voice lessons and I started studying actual pop songs. And uh, I don't, the video is not out anymore. It's unlisted. But uh, my final project for one of my college programs was putting out a music video um, that I wrote the week that my friend passed away right. and at the end of the video there was like a rolling credit list um, but instead of it being credits it was suicide victims but yeah since me you know like sort of taking my creativity and actually harnessing uh, my talents I feel like it's really like pushed me and it's really fueled the fire to want because I know that I can like perform and dance mm-hmm. but like I maybe wasn't always as secure in my vocals I was always uh a firm believer in like my writing and the messaging but I wanted the music to be digestible mm-hmm. um, and a few years later now that I'm in LA and I'm surrounding myself with you know really talented people who uh, give me great advice now I feel like the music is sort of matching what I want it to be mm-hmm. um, and yeah all my friends are also pretty uh, inclined to only do work that spreads a message of positivity yeah. and uplifting the voices of others cool Except that's, for me. That's right. No, no, you're uplifting all the poor gays. <laughs> that's really... So how long have you been in L.A., though? And you moved here from New York City or from Utah? Oh, I was in Utah last weekend, but I'm not from okay, Utah. Okay, okay, okay. Nothing you, have, you have friends there? No, there was a music festival called Love Loud that Imagine Dragons throws. Oh, I like them. They're a Las Vegas-based band. Well, yes. that's where they got their start. I lived there for four years. Okay, anyway. were. Well, um, I feel like 
80% of the talent at the stadium was our LA friend group. Mm -hmm. So it was like a group trip where we all went and I wasn't performing, everyone else was. So I was just like living my life, even catering. And then because of the miscommunication, (laughs) everyone else left like three days ago and my flight was yesterday. So what'd you do in between? Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm-hmm. Disassociated. Um, But I'm here now. Oh, Uh, Jared. I love him. I moved to LA almost two years ago. Okay. Oh, shit, really? Yeah, I know. My first weekend here, everyone was like, I feel like you've been here forever. (laughs) And I'm just like, great. Dicks. So I've almost known you, like, the whole time you've lived here. Yeah, I, when I... I I literally thought, (laughs) you've been here longer than me. No, I... But you're way younger. How old do you think I am? I know how old you are, but that's because I read an article. Oh, my God, you know my friends better than I do. Um, I turned 25 in October. Um... So oh, I'm yeah, I thought you were, 24. like, low 20s. Yeah, no, 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 no. I have a baby face. But <laughs> um, when I graduated college, I went to Drexel University, which is in Philadelphia. Drexel, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm a music industry major. Um, I love Drexel because, like, it gave me a great resume or yeah. whatever because they have, like, internship programs. Yeah. But when it was, like, actually time to, like, start my life after college, I went on Birthright, which is a... I'm Jewish. Oh, cool. Yeah, it's a trip to Israel. Oh, my God, I know. I wanted to go so badly. They wouldn't let me. You're Catholic. They wouldn't let me, and I had to, like, fight. But regardless, I then came to L.A. for a week, and that week I recorded um, three songs, two of which are out right now, Pop That, and Never Know What It's Like. Mm -hmm. Um, Pop That will get stuck in your head, just a warning, for days. Yeah, bop that, really. (laughs) Um, And I recorded with people who I now live with, Uh um, who I used to be huge fans of them, and then just through mutual friends, it worked out that we could collaborate. And then after that trip, I was like, I think I should move to L.A. Mm -hmm. And my friend Simon uh, looked at my life path number. Uh, Simon Curtis. Oh, Oh, you said Cowell. I said Cowell. Uh, Yeah, it was a really stupid job. No, no, I mean, I wouldn't be surprised. But... Uh, he like read my life path number to me and I don't really believe in numerology but it was like you're considering making a move but you don't know if you want to talk to your parents or your family about it because they would ask why you're moving and you know in your heart you should but there's no actual reason for you to move and I was like okay that is very specific (laughs) so I told my parents that like I think I should move to LA in January and they gave me two months of basically we won't make you get a job in the meantime at like a corporate job where you'd use your degree if you're planning on moving, uh, but you still like need to make money. You can't just like lounge at home and mm-hmm. like just do nothing. So for a couple months, I was like delivering pizza or babysitting, and then I finally moved here in January. And wow, it's almost two years. Yeah. Congratulations, you're doing it. You're Congratulations. Doing it. Um, That's awesome. You have a twin. I do have a twin. I know that this is an audio podcast, but for shits and gigs, I will show you guys a picture. Um, Shira? Shira? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay. Come on, queen of research. Um, I'm two minutes older than her. Oh, my God. Um, Took her a while to come out. It also took me a while to come out. So, you know what? Is Is she gay? She is... No, she's... Very straight, like normal girl went to Penn State, and I don't mean normal like what's normal. I mean just like your stereotypical uh, college sorority girl mm-hmm. who like mayonnaise really. And like when I join her friend group, it's always like, "Yep, that's my brother. We're twins." <laughs> like her to all her straight friends. Um, but I love her to death. Her name is Shira, and I don't even remember the last time I saw her. Where does she live? She lives in New York. Okay. She 
living her glamorous life. Um, yeah, I'm going to find a picture. It'll be in my recently deleted because I stored it yesterday. Oh, yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Oh, did you look at it? I did. I research? saw that, yeah. Oh, yeah. My That's my sister. Oh, wow, she's really pretty. Yeah, you guys are good looking. Wow, thank you. Um, we were at a same, birthday party last night cookies, for a, a twin friend of ours, actually. Who's Justin's twin? Justin's twin. Oh, literally, all my Maxwell's are twin. All of my friends are twins, and wow. in high school, we, like my friend group was mostly twins. Yeah. Um, I, so, go sorry, on. go ahead. No, you. I was just gonna say. So for your like pop stardom, like how that was really you- creepy that you knew. <laughs> <laughs> No, I, I like that two minutes later you're like, you're creepy. It's like, thanks, we've all moved on from it. No, I am I was, not. I'm still in my head. Like, I've known him for like over a year now. Well, I was expecting that. I know her name is Shira, which according to my research means song in Hebrew. So like, how connected <laughs> are you? Um, I was oh, ready for weird. that. Yeah, no, I Who is this numerology guy? Wait, let's take two steps is... back because I need to go to him. Okay, oh. that's fine. But I am going to, I do have some questions. Okay, well, his name is Simon Curtis and he actually is a pop star um and in high school he was the first gay pop artist i came across on the internet mm. and he happens to just be into numerology he doesn't like do it for a living he's also like um, oh great that means i don't have to pay him correct he's also like a best-selling <laughs> author naturally because why wouldn't he be right and oh my he God. started like a pop duo project um when i was in college with another pop artist from my hometown uh, who I didn't really know, but because she was from my hometown, that was the link. Yeah. And then fast forward to me visiting LA, he was in the room when I recorded all these songs, and it's just now we're friends. That's you amazing. Have, you do have a lot of like full circle. Full circle. It's the universe. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to manifest, and I just think that when full circle moments happen, it's just like a sign that like keep going. Uh, but I mean, I also try to quit like seven times a day. I was gonna say <laughs> you seem super positive. I'm like, what am I doing? Like, I need to be more like you. Like. Uh, yeah, yeah, we all need to be a little more like Jared. Yeah, for sure. definitely. Well, just... your bank account maybe wouldn't agree with that. No, they'd probably actually be in agreement. They're like, yes, we're all the same. Mine's <laughs> always trying to trade up. <laughs> I mean, we love trade. Oh, um, trade. So, yeah. None of the straights are listening. Are gonna get that. So much full circleness. Yeah. You had full circleness here too. What did I, I do? Mean, Listening to some certain comedians on podcasts and then moving here and then being on the same show as them, right? Mm-hmm. See? Yeah. I'm like, very, like, weird around this specific niche group of, like, lesbian comedians, but I've learned to take it down a notch because, you know, I'm pedestaling, which I've heard from my manager makes you weird. And people don't like, especially comedians, when you approach them and say things like, you're really important to me. <laughs> so I'm kind of working on, like... Well, if it makes you feel better... Um, I'm sure it will. When I was younger and I was, like young queer kid not out of the closet but like idolizing pop stars telling my parents i'd like the pussycat dolls because they were hot and i wanted to marry mm-hmm. them you know i, I oh mm, cute baby jared that's me i used to like tell myself oh i really want them to know who i am because i'm a big fan so i should tell them like <sighs> i'm a big fan and now like living in la um not that now i'm just like fame isn't even a real thing like everyone is their own type of famous in their own niche-based world but like having friends who are youtubers per se um that's not like a medium or a form of entertainment that i'm used to engaging with so like being out at a club and seeing someone go up to a youtuber friend who to me isn't famous and hearing them be like you inspire me so much i like it has hit me that it's like is that what i came off as and now i'm just like you got to walk into a room and view people as a peer and then they'll treat you like an equal but if you if you let someone know that you think they're above you they'll never view you 
as being at the same level when in reality with pasta. Well, I got a lot of damage control I need to do. <laughs> okay, so you put on damage by Danity Kane and then you just get it going. <laughs> oh my gosh, Danity Kane. No, but yeah, that is good good advice. Yeah, I, I really rocked my last one when I said, Hey Ellen to Ellen DeGeneres <laughs> and I said, How long did it take you to work on this most recent special? And then I sat down before it did anything weird. <laughs> Right. Well, <laughs> my dad once texted me. I guess he thought I was Google. Um, and he just Parents said... always think their kids are Google. My mom will say, can you Google this for me? Mm-hmm. Well, I got Ellen period space 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 generous period <laughs> space phone number. Um, and I'm not sure why, but like our day. He wrote our day with me hit song so that's my father oh um, my, God. my brother um, Papa Galman. he will send me when I ask him Mark. questions videos of him googling the answer which are is, you that's what? like Wait, a what? meta level very meta of, yeah excuse me I'm Can beta you? he's meta <laughs> what's his what like if I say ask him just a generic question or whatever about computers something and he'll send me a screenshot of a video he creates of him googling it and clicking on the first response okay well is he employed that's yeah. hilarious yeah he makes a lot of money oh okay so he's not he shouldn't be on this podcast honestly <laughs> um, i'm gonna start doing that to your parents it's yeah. just like inception but um i mean when i was in high school we had post-prom at the jersey shore mm-hmm. and wherever we stayed was right by where they were uh, like the Jersey Shore cast oh my God, I've would make there. t-shirts and I also like wanted to be cute and like I went up to Snooki at the t-shirt shop thinking like oh if I say something I'll be on the show and the same way that you Die. said something to Ellen and you walked away Wait. before I literally when she was like what are you thinking for your shirt I think I said something to the effect of I just want people to know that you know I'm a pop star and then I got so embarrassed that I walked away and I threw out the shirt recently because it was made terribly did you make the show though? No, no, no. Oh, I thought they were, like, filming. Wait, Snooki, no, they were filming. But... Snooki made your shirt. That's cool. Well, yeah, because they worked at that... I don't know. Place. I never... I only watched the drunk clips. Go off. I should have figured by the fact that she was wearing no makeup, but also, like, 15-inch uh, eyelashes, mm-hmm. that, like, maybe they wouldn't use that footage. But, oh. like, we live and we learn. Yeah. That's what I'm doing. I'm learning. I've been here for two years also. Oh, okay. Um, your parent, your dad seems like super awesome. Are they, have they always been really supportive? Like when you came, did you have to come out of the closet? Was that a thing? Believe it or not, I actually did have to come out of the closet and I came out really late relative to like how I was, how I've always been. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, But for me, it was like so much more important to be like a, a representative of like being another type of man without being viewed as less than mm-hmm. and I purposely never came out of the closet because I didn't I told myself that if I came out of the closet people would view me as like the caricature of a stereotype and I didn't want people to be like oh he's wearing that because he's gay I in my head I was like no if I can just be me and like people realize that gender identity is not the same as sexuality like maybe someone will realize that that's just who I am as an individual it's not because I'm gay but then then I realized that was I wasn't straight. <laughs> um, I, I dabbled with women, um, but I finally came out when I was in college, like officially to mm-hmm. my family. And I never came out as gay. I've always said I was queer. Okay. And I know some. Pe- I, one of my friends was telling me this week that he doesn't like the word queer because oh, he I've thinks seen a lot like, of lash on the word queer this week. Yeah, but for me. Um, queer is like an umbrella word and I'm huge into reclamation politics and like if a word has been used against you take back the power mm-hmm. I 
I'm the first to use the word faggot. Um, if you're from a group, you can use that word. Um, but I know that queer is like acknowledging that you're not the norm, but anything past that I felt like was limiting myself. Mm -hmm. Like even if I exclusively am seeking out men, which I wouldn't say exclusively, but I, re I prefer it. I don't want to say the word gay because to me, those words exist so other people can understand you. Yeah. But if I say queer, it also mm. encompasses... I say the same thing all the time. I really just use lesbian so that straight people like don't ask me more questions. Right. I mean, I say lesbian too, though. Like yeah. In Utah, there was a Jewish stand-up comedian at the uh, stadium who was like, where are the six lesbian Jews in Utah? And I literally raised my hand. <laughs> Uh, because you know I'm so butch um, but like yeah I feel like queer also uh, I like the word queer yeah it also like talks about uh, gender expression and like for me my I'm, grandmother was so ahead of her time it has like a political yeah there's yeah. there's yeah. political uh, connotations that mm -hmm. I want people to know like that I may be brighter than they would look at first glance mm -hmm. I probably come off like I'm just like hot mess express but like the second I get started I'm like no I'm queer hot mess express. I am queer I'm a cisgendered white male who is gender non-conforming I, I know my privileges and I'm like yeah come on straights <laughs> <laughs> and I wish I could come on straights um, oh my god but I haven't turned that many yet yeah I only turned one turning's a no, hard yeah. process what? in my camp we always fall in love with them which is Mm, when Art you say camp, camp did too. you mean like, are you calling like your sexuality camp, mm. or do you mean no. like summer camp? Girl Scouts. No, yes, my sexuality. Yeah, like okay, all work. lesbians. <laughs> okay. Um, lesbians. <laughs> but your parents, everyone was cool, or? Well, when I came out, it wasn't like. I'm surprised you didn't just come out as Jared, but that like. Well, I the thing right, is, like, the thing were. is, I did. Mm -hmm. um, but it, until I said queer, it didn't mean much when yeah. I was in high school, uh, like as a senior. Uh, the principal asked me to give like an entire speech assembly to the freshman and sophomore kids about my like journey to discovering my identity and like being comfortable with who I am. And Did you do it? Yeah. Um, and amazing. I wish I had that when I was a freshman. Kind of a big sophomore. ask from the principal. I must have yeah. known you were like really like. Sure well, I was like yourself. the host of like the school TV show of like okay. news. So like You're I I was like talking. a known person, but the looking back like the fact that I was wearing a kilt and I had like 11 inch platform shoes made and I had a fascinator on my head and red eyebrows oh, and I my. wasn't out. It's just like, <laughs> it's so mood. I love that. Yeah. Do you have pictures of this outfit? Yeah. It was dark. Um, but like, I thought I was, yeah. Very Alexander McQueer. So you were always just like comfortable Look. with like, you're comfortable with attention. Well, n believe it or not, so many people don't believe this. I, I'm actually quite introverted. I think I'm an extroverted introvert. Mm -hmm. And to me, when I'm like wearing outfits, people aren't looking at me. They're looking at, at the, the outfits. Outfit. And so it's like an armor to me. Like mm. Jared is always wearing like fabulous things like makeup, jewels. I'll take, but in reality, it's like knee high, like boots, lots of boots. It's an escape though. Mm -hmm. It's like, even when I'm not feeling confident, like now I've sort of trained myself to like not even see looks on the street unless I'm like actually fearing for my safety right um but for me like even when i'm really sad the intention is what propels me to keep going even if i'm not feeling confident because like the same way that like if i saw someone running down the street naked i'd be like oh my god what is that person doing if i saw the person right after them in a bikini even if you wouldn't wear a bikini like on a normal day to the grocery shop you would still be so like 
numb to any form of nudity because you just saw the extreme. So mm-hmm. I've always said if I can be the most extreme, then anyone who's not as extreme would have an easier time. Oh, like paving the way. I'm a martyr. Just bully me, <laughs> bully me, and then uh, they won't get bullied. That's that's cool. I know. How did I just spin that? <laughs> I'm really trying to find this photo of me in high school as a straight, a straight, a straight. But I feel like that's why a lot of people try to come out like early too, just to like pave the way. I was like, oh, if I made it, I knew it was gonna be tough because of my parents, but if it made it easier for any of my family members or my oh, cousins. The fascinator. I know. But you know what's oh so you know what's so crazy because I grew up you know living in New Jersey. This is in the closet, Jared Gilman. This right? picture like, I'm looking off. at. I literally had those shoes made. So I, they glued brick to them. Um, <laughs> because I grew up right outside of Manhattan. I and, love like, it so much. It loves you. And and like seeing club kids and like yeah. the most extreme. I even though I knew that what I was doing maybe like I would get looks if I went to a diner locally. Yeah. I still like almost took for granted how many people don't have that and like since coming to LA now I understand why so many people love you know YouTubers in middle America because like people latch on to really anything that reminds them that they can be different and when I was in Utah like at this Love Loud Music Festival and they were talking about on stage you know you can be any color you want like rainbow like you can be gay before I would have probably been like oh my god that's so tacky and like cringe but when you go somewhere where people need to hear that message it's like wow, I forgot that some people literally need to be told, like, you can be who you are because suicide rates are so high in these uh, communities against, uh, or in regards to LGBT youth. Yeah. Um, And maybe I didn't realize, like, the privilege I had just from where I came from. And, like, in Utah, I was wearing my over-the-top outfits, and adults would be like, wow, like, you, you can do that. You can be whoever you want. I love you. And in my head, I was just like, okay, weirdo like why you talk to me and then I realized yeah like I'm already being this yeah yeah like like, you be you boring man like (laughs) but then I realized I was like oh my god wow like so many people here need to be told that it means something to them yeah and so maybe we don't you know think we need as much or something yeah that's why pride festivals are also very important I think it gives people those two days where they can just really express themselves and hopefully Mm -hmm. yeah as someone who's expressed themselves during the pride festival um by that I mean my wallet was stolen (laughs) Uh, I passed out in my friend's dressing room who was playing both days so I missed like the whole festival but like did I look glam as hell no (laughs) no I didn't honestly but I thought I did (laughs) I didn't know you had to get tickets. So talk about missing the festival. Spit out my coffee, <laughs> and I was the most no, you... prepared ever with tequila in the in my butt. Yeah, walking. Not in, in my butt. <laughs> <laughs> in my butt. Yeah. <laughs> Being you want tequila in my butt. In my butt. Anyway. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So um, I watched some of your videos this morning, and they're so awesome. And there's a lot of like what you're talking about right now, like um, a lot of like costumes and like a lot of um like theatrics so yeah. i think that's why it's, fantasy. it's really interesting to me that like and i get now talking to you about your background and everything why you don't say i want to be a singer it's like the whole thing it's like yeah. the like a uh, performance art experience a hundred percent like i've always i love 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 christina aguilera but like when i think of what my brand of like my dream pop music it's much more the britney where there's mm-hmm. like the bells and whistles and it just like feels like an escape 
Yeah. Um, not that Christina Aguilera isn't incredible and, like, have amazing shows. Like, I Yeah, Christina, you suck. Um, <laughs> but, like, just what I'm into is much more, like, takes you to a different place. Yeah. And I've never related to people who I think are relatable. So, like, I don't like when I see an artist and they're wearing, like, jeans on stage. I'm just, like, life is boring. I don't, I don't need a reminder that you're just like me. I don't want to relate to a pop star. I want them to be a completely different world. Um, that makes sense. And yeah, I mean, I performed recently at the Abbey. I was there. You were there. I'm in a lot of videos in the back. Thank God. <laughs> uh, but like when I got off stage, I feel like a bunch of people were like, I get it. Mm-hmm. And I was like, okay, see, you get it now. Cool. Um, but yeah, I am very visual. And was that for Pop That? I performed Pop That, and then I also performed a new song, which uh, hopefully I can premiere today. Yay! But, um or not, <laughs> um, called Return to Sender, and uh, I wrote it with my friend Hannah, and it was produced by uh, this cool guy named Juke, who produced the iconic Whip My Hair Back and Forth mm-hmm. by Willow Smith, so really, God's work. Um, <laughs> and yeah, I'm excited about it, and yeah, it cool. was fun, I did a little dance remix of Pop That. Um, you had backup dancers. It was. She really did. It was... <laughs> She walked around the whole thing. It was great. They really did. Sorry, now I'm just purposely like throwing you off with pronouns. <laughs> pronouns switch. Um, really did. <laughs> um, she did that. She done did that. That's and so cool. So fun. We, um, if it may, we on our Pride episode, one of the questions was Brittany and Christina, and we both went Brittany. So. Well, I wouldn't know how. I would say when, mm-hmm. because like my <laughs> favorite era of all time that ushered me into liking pop music as I said was the dirty era the script yeah. album um but Britney at her prime is also like freaking goals yeah um my parents used to catch me my dad like caught me watching the dirty Christina Aguilera music video like a few times and I think that's what threw them off my scent <laughs> <laughs> mm. they're like I knew he was straight and you're like he keeps watching this Christina girl and you, lucky, lucky. you were pretending you were her totally I was like I want to skirt that short and be popping my ass all over the place right <laughs> lucky lucky for me everyone was just like ah oh, I think she just really likes the Spice Girls <laughs> you just really did I just really did you like their Spice I was like I like that posh one and everyone was from like from posh Why? to puss oh my god posh was my favorite yeah. guys I always said from posh to puss why did I say that <laughs> who knows why but isn't like, that a t-shirt I think we're gonna make it today. Fan to fag, posh to puss. Ugh. Okay, not this hook. <laughs> <laughs> I'll give you a percentage if I recall. That's so funny. But yeah, like, I got to, you know, I just go to Britney concerts and, like, write weird letters to Victoria Beckham, and everyone was on board. Were you a, a letter writer? Did you not hear me just say I go up to people and tell them they're important to me? <laughs> yeah, I used to do that via paper. <laughs> Yeah, paper, and your parents would have throw them away. I mean, they might have. Knowing them. them now, they're probably in a shredder in like the Midwest somewhere. If it did makes you, you feel write, better, I'm sure it will. Did you write letters? I've written a few letters in my day that I've given to Lady Gaga, but I wasn't even going to say that. When I was in <laughs> that's why I asked. third grade, I was a paying member of the Destiny's Child fan club, and I won a meet and greet with Destiny's Child at Z100's Jingle Ball concert. And I wrote Beyonce a four-page letter that she autographed and handed back to me. <laughs> Did she read it or no? No, no. <laughs> and then my dad was like, she wrote it, he wrote it for you. Um, and I mean, I was like really young and delusional, so I probably was like 
give me a shout out on stage. Here's my phone number. And <laughs> when the shout out never came, I guess I realized that it wasn't meant to she be. She gave her a letter. That's she so signed cute. it and handed it back to Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. So, Excuse me for life laughing. on the D list. Yeah. Now, yours was very A list. You met Beyonce. Mine is like sitting in a trash bin somewhere in like Michigan. Writing letters. <laughs> but, okay. Well,. We yeah. love writing, and we that's why you, you write comedy. Did yeah. you leave the fan club after that experience, or did it only further your need and like want to like? I talk think to that you had a lot of early life pop star experiences. You know, well, I was like, when I was in first grade at recess, when all the other kids like playing games, I literally, I feel like I was bred for this. I was in the computer lab asking teachers if I could be there, looking at outfits of Christina Aguilera yeah. on the stripped promo tour. Like watching live streams of her live on like top of the pops in the UK. Yeah, and like I. So you were doing your research, yeah. Yeah, I feel like I'm like a pop music savant, honestly, because yeah. it's it's like it's bizarre. When I was at sleepaway camp, I'd be embarrassed to tell like the straight kids in my bunk, even though it was a performing arts camp and they're all gay now. <laughs> but I like I would be embarrassed to be like, no, I want to watch a live stream of the Pussycat Dolls concert. So I would be like, this is my cousin. And I just oh. want to support my cousin, so every day I'm going to watch live streams of her. Good dancing. idea. Mm-hmm. That's a really good idea. I'm sure none of them have any clue. Ugh, Not sp- that I was gay, queer either. Nope. I spent all my time like sending my mom these letters that were like, see how crinkly the paper is? It's the stains of my tears. Come pick me up. Well, if, it, oh my God, if I, we're being honest. No, go on. I wrote my sister a letter once, and I circled where tears were <laughs> Wow! When I went to overnight. Talking about full circle. <laughs> when I went to overnight camp, I pre-typed and signed and uh, put in envelopes the entire summer's worth of letters because I hated the the process of like writing a letter and putting it in an envelope. And every letter was generic. Had fun today. Went swimming. Did music. And I literally went with the summers. You are systematic. And oh it's God. a metaphor for the systematic oppression of the <laughs> femme community. We will resist. Me too. Times up. <laughs> oh my god. Wow. I'm still, I'm sorry, I'm two paces behind everyone today. Um, shock. Yeah, oh. really shocking. From shock to shock. Mm-hmm. Okay, hook. Oh, fuck. Um, Shoot. There's so many today. When's your birthday? October 15th. 15th. I knew you were going to say that, so I just let you know earlier. Yeah, you knew I was going to ask that because of the systematic. Mm-hmm. Wow. I felt that. So, so that's a Libra. I am a Libra, yeah. Mm-hmm. So when you release, can I ask a question? Yeah. Cool. No, Jenna. But when can. I release like music, Get yeah, out. I want to like, know like body releases. No, <laughs> when you release like a new, I'm song. releasing right now. <laughs> when you release like a new song or a new video, do you do like the song first and then the video, or do you do it all together as like one production usually? Um. And how long does it take you to come up with your like recording concept? I'm rapid firing. More no, but more questions. Um, so like back in the day, for, okay, I, I die for you. That dance, Jenna uh, just did a dance move. Also, if you haven't seen her latest dance move, check her Instagram. Anyway, okay. We love Tiana Taylor. Uh, um, back in the day, like for the videos that are no longer out, um, I would do the songs and then I would put videos together so that they could come out at the same time because I knew that the visuals were stronger than the music. Mm. Now that I... Are those not out anymore because you took them down? Yeah, I enlisted them. Okay. Just because I only want what's out to be representative of where I am. Now. But um, now it's a little bit different. The more uh, separate releases I have, so like first song, then video, to me it's, oh, that's more press opportunities. Yeah. Um, 
I can write a song in like five to ten minutes, honestly. Uh, recording it, I can record it in a day, and then it's really just dependent upon the producer's abilities. But I also have a little setup at home so that I can like get the process going. Um, and then for the two videos that are currently out, one of them took like six or seven months to edit because I physically taught myself how to edit everything mm. for the pop that video. Oh wow! Uh, so like that was really like you me. edited that? Yeah. Cool. So that was like me from scratch, you know, wanting to have a song I wrote. And edited the video and like choreographed and mm -hmm. obviously I had the best friends ever to help me but that was really on my own time yeah um, but the other video I don't know if in your research you saw how it came I did. together I did see it but I didn't see how it came together oh okay well so I watched it okay <laughs> well the video for never know what it's like uh, that billboard premiered it was like my first official release because mm -hmm. I love rewriting history and like calling everything my debut um, <laughs> My friends like, oh, your debut, debut, sophomore debut, perfect. <laughs> um, that came together because, like, my first month in L.A., I needed a spray tan, and I go to a place called Organic Shimmer. They grandfathered my price, so, like, I have a membership. Um, and I got there, and there was this girl who showed up, and she was with her friend, and only one of them had an appointment. And so I was like, oh, you can take my time slot. It's okay. I can wait. And this girl was so, like, blown away that someone in L.A. was that nice that she was like, what's your Instagram? And then later that day, she emailed me and was like, I'm a music video director. These are videos I've done for Tyga, like what? Travis Scott. And she's like, maybe one day we'll work together. And I was like, okay, Glam, like, cool. And then oh, a couple months later, she called me and said, I know this sounds crazy, but the label had already paid for an artist to record a music video. The artist is sick. The money is non-refundable. We have the equipment. Do you want to, in the next 24 hours, film a music video? And that's how Never Know What It's Like came together. Wow. And so, like, that was, like, a dream come true. And it was also, like, a see, the universe sort of has And it was, like, you got the budget on that. Yeah, I mean, I still had to pay for, like, the people who were there, like, working day of, which I wish I knew in advance. But also, there's a lot of things that I wish I knew in advance. <laughs> um, you know, like, being a pop star is not easy. Yeah. And, like... Yeah, you should like be hot if you want to live in LA and things will happen easier for you. Yeah. Um, but like we're learning. Mm -hmm. And yeah, so I don't even remember the question, but I know I answered it. Wow, you answered it times 10. Okay, work. I feel like you're like really putting me back on my manifesting track because I, I think you're just like sucking all of this cool stuff right to you. But also, a me really, sucking. But like, <laughs> I suck. <laughs> But also like a really nice, like genuine person. Exactly, that's right. what I mean. Give well, a, if you, you have a tanning so like time slot, give that shit up. To yeah, because you never know if the person you're gonna give it to will direct your music video. And honestly, she was really, really pretty. And I remember saying, "Oh, are you a model?" And she said, "No, I'm behind the camera." And I was like, "Oh my god, does it come off like I'm like mansplaining and thinking that like a woman can't be behind the scenes?" And I was trying to like overcompensate by being like, "Oh, well, you're so beautiful. You could be both, you know? Not that looks matter." And I was like having like verbal <laughs> oh. diarrhea. But I guess she found it to be endearing. Oh. And mm. that is my like bread and butter if someone finds me to be endearing, endearing. butter smearing. I said someone Queering. recently was like, "Oh, I have to meet with my the director I'm producing something and I was like well just tell him you'll be late and I have not stopped thinking about that for like three months that I said him oh and she's like it's a female director and I was like ugh wow ouch like why did I already like well, it's you said so tell ingrained him. Uh, you could have been like I actually said tell him like I them 
I know, but like I know I said him. Like I hate that it's that ingrained in right. me to say him. What's it like, you know, uh, being part of the that. conservative right wing and not being the lib- <laughs> not being the liberal Hollywood elite? I just me? have all the Trump <laughs> memorabilia up and huh? Uh, if we're being honest, I know that this we started taping this at one, but I got here around noon um, because I thought I was meeting a friend, whatever, and I was like. Perfect. I'm going to watch a live stream of the Sarah Huckabee Sanders press conference. And I just watched it in my car before I came in. How was that? Did you hear any real answers to anything? You know what? I decided. I like grew up loving crime TV shows like 24 and Law and Order SVU and Criminal Minds. Once I realized that what's going on in the world is actually like watching it in real time, I was like, this is lit. And like, <laughs> it's horrifying, but... The fact that like it's I watched like we're a five fiction right now. I watched a five hour streaming of like the Mike Pompeo Senate or House of Representatives hearing and I just wanted to listen to every interview question and I was like, on what planet does a normal like human being think it's that interesting? Like I didn't want spark notes. And I never even read a book in high school. But here I am. Not a single book. Um <laughs> So but like he drank Coke in the hearing and I have my Mike Pompeo juice with me now because I wanted Coke. <laughs> Last night, I didn't have Coke. Uh, kidding. Or, you, you know, no. tea. No. <laughs> um, I ordered Bossa Nova by myself last night. Wow, I And then can't I accidentally got bolognese instead of carbonara, and then I spent the night, you know, cursing the day. Being gassy. Yeah. Someone didn't bottom. Kidding. <laughs> kidding. Love me straight. Love my she life. Did a, unless she got that dick in the box. Hi. Uh, so Dick, I don't know why I did that honestly, but I'm also impressed by my range, you know. Like, <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, work. <laughs> okay, tell I'm trying to pick up Jared isms. Oh, I was like, I feel like you want me to leave? <laughs> okay, or work. <laughs> uh, I'm actually. Um, you could physically pick me up because I'm trying to lose weight so that you know, like skinny Um, I'm just sorry. I'm just trying to be so likable and personable on here. You're so likable. It's crazy. Yeah. I'm like leaving here changing my whole life. I'm like, I gotta be nicer to people. All of a day's work. No, I'm honest. I honestly, alleg- allegedly, um, I'm not always nice. I don't consider myself a bully, what? but like I get so much enjoyment out of watching delusion. And like in Los Angeles, I'm sure we've all like bumped into no people. No wonder you're here, yeah. No, oh no oh my god no. there's so much delusion but like the same way that like I watch like Real Housewives of Beverly Hills because to me it's like so not my reality that I'm like oh my god these girls think that like these are legitimate issues like they got the wrong dress in Berlin yeah. I'm like oh my god this is lit because this is what they think the world is like when I'm in LA and like I talk to someone who legitimately thinks that they're like the biggest star on earth but like has no songs out I'm just like please keep talking and like I love it it keeps me going it's my entertainment I also love that so I don't think I talk to enough people no you don't even just you need to like peruse Instagram and just be like yeah where's the instigate who's like thanking their fans for liking a photo of them with apps my favorite is I love it insta stories when people are like hey guys like thanks for listening blah blah it's like a hundred followers and you're like who's hey guys like who are you talking no, the best is Why people you, hey fam yeah your actual family they are the ones <laughs> no, watching no the best is people who are like answer all the questions on like Instagram stories yeah like, okay, it's like we know you're asking yourself these questions <laughs> okay and I no totally, one else cares that much I, I don't know the, how to use the I did the question, question thing function. 
But everyone just wanted to know if I was going to get a haircut. Okay, wig. Well, oh my god, the dynasty of all the long... Oh, wig, I got a hair. But yeah. the dynasty of all, like, the long-haired um, LA gays who we know, everyone's cutting their hair. Everyone is cutting... I'm, like, the last... One standing. ...of the Mohegans. Uh, well, is this the thing? Oh, yeah. We used to have, like, With a bunch Jesus of squad. gay friends. <laughs> and it would be really weird when we're all in the same room. Or, like, same bar room. Uh, the same, room. Same bar or club. And I'm the last one, like, pretty much, with long hair. Um, yeah. going nowhere. But you know what else is really weird? When people on Instagram story say, Ugh, thank you so much to everyone who's, like, asking me questions. If I had time, I'd answer everyone's questions. Oh, but, like, no. like, you have four answers. <laughs> like, go away. But also, don't go away. Keep doing what you're doing. <laughs> because I need to look at this in my bedroom at night before I go to sleep so I can sleep at night. Does it make you laugh? Yeah, and then I'm like, am I the joke? Like, do people think? <laughs> and then I'm like, do people think that about me? Like, am I not self-aware? And then I'm just like, okay, well, I'm impersonating someone who has some self-awareness. I mean, I think having that thought alone he is, is self-aware. Yeah, okay, this is very meta. It is. I'm meta. aware that I'm aware. Right. Yeah. Cody. <laughs> So let's talk about this new song. Wait, I want wait before we get to the new song because that's gonna be at the very end. Um, what's your favorite movie? That's the one question I wrote down. Oh, Frank! <laughs> really? That's the one question you wrote yeah, down. Yeah, I, I thought even I knew know everything off else. Off the top of my head, like favorite childhood movie. No, that's even worse because my first obsession before Pop Singers and after Vacuum Cleaners was Disney Villains, and I literally wanted to be Ursula. Oh my god, I almost ah! spit my coffee out of my nose. Her unfortunate self. Yeah, I mean, she's based off of a drag queen divine, so mm-hmm. it should have been like an early sign to my family. Do you like Pink Flamingos then? Who that? It's divine. Oh! It's a movie oh, where yeah, she's sure. the I love John Waters. Yeah, that's me, really busy. Um, I, I feel like you're... I thought you were talking about... Um, I have a movie that... Have you seen Velvet Goldmine? Mm-mm. Okay. I think that's, like, a movie that you would fucking love, and it's very inspiring. You would love it, too, if you haven't seen it. It's so inspiring, and it makes you feel like all you want to do is wear, like, just glitter head to toe and just be... Glitter by Mariah Carey? Because yeah. people thought that was the worst movie, I think it's the best. <laughs> um, wait, but honestly, there's... Whatever my favorite movie is, every time I see it, I'm like... This is your favorite movie. Don't forget to say it next time someone asks. And then I can never think of what my favorite movie is. Um, You're going to text me later and be like, this is my favorite There's movie. so many great ones. You know, there's Burlesque, the story arc that changed the nation. Right. Um, there is what? Um, sure. Paris is Burning. I love Paris is Burning, but I consider that like a documentary. I don't consider is. that like a movie. So, right. um, I've watched, I watch it so many times. Paris is Burning. Flaming. I've never seen it. It's a. I think. I mean, okay, every gay person. You need to pay person. your dues. You need to put in the time if you're gonna yeah. represent the community. So <laughs> it's on the list. I'm really bad with movies. You know what's not on the list? Me at the club. <laughs> I'm just kidding. You have confidence. Cut the line. Yeah, you're always on the list. What are you talking about? On the show um, list. Okay, so now you can answer. Sorry, I just wanted to get that one really. That burning question. Really important. Um, I was I'm just going to ask you about your new song and like the inspo behind it. Sure. Um, and is the song released? Not so, the video? So the video, that'll probably be a while if there even is one. But the song, the song, I kind of want you to premiere it now. Woo! If you're into it. Yeah. Um, it's called Return to Sender and it was 
produced by the guy I was saying, Juke, who produced with my hair back and forth. And I wrote it about people I'd meet in LA who, whenever I would talk to them uh, and give them like something about what I'm going through, wanting advice, or really just wanting someone to listen, they'd respond, but they'd respond in a way that it was just, they were waiting for their moment to make the conversation about them again. And it was like, oh, you don't actually want to like help me. You just want to talk about yourself. Mm -hmm. um, and so it's sort of like return to sender. Like, I'm not buying it. Like, you don't actually give a shit about me. Mm. Um, oh, I like that. Yeah. Um, and it's a bop. Or like maybe you don't think it's a bop. But like if you have ear. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, I'm totally just kidding. It's a bop. I'm it's a bop. Um, from pop that to bop. Um, and yeah, can we play it now? Yeah, let's do it. Okay, this is Return to Sender, world premiere from Jared Gelman. Woo! See, I'm not listening, and I start to wonder. Uh, uh, uh. How do you see yourself in my sad eyes? My sad eyes, oh. Cue the symphony, here's your opening. Are you getting off on my sad eyes? My sad eyes, oh. Okay, great. So, um, yeah, so if people want to find your videos, your music, they yeah. want to know what you're doing, where can yeah. they find you? You can find it all on my social medias um, at Jared Gelman, J A R E D G E L M A N, um, on you know Instagram, Twitter. Uh, on Facebook, it's facebook.com slash Jared Gelman Music. Okay, um, Just cool. because I'm so freaky. I needed music there. <laughs> uh, the, the spookiest. But, yeah, I you can follow me there. And I feel like some people just think I'm, like, a muse or, like, I just go out a lot and I'm social and, like, post silly photos. I remember in New York, someone came out to me and was like, I'm a huge fan. So what do you do? And I was like, <laughs> okay, not this. <laughs> um, but... Do they think you're like a club kid? I don't know what they thought or if they thought. But <laughs> according to my social medias, um, I sometimes dabble in music. And if you follow me there, you can totally uh, see about all the new stuff that I have coming out. Yeah. And yeah, I release my music through uh, Cobalt Company AWOL, um, which stands for Artists Without a Label. And it's an amazing distribution company who like, they do Petrus and they do Dead Mouse and Alex and just... They're so great, and yeah, they released my last single, and I'm excited. Cool. That's awesome. So are you going to, I know you performed at the Abbey, are you performing again anywhere anytime soon? Uh, book me for your bar mitzvahs. <laughs> uh, I love performing. Um, yeah. I, yeah, I feel like that's where I like truly excel, mm -hmm. and that's where um, I feel like I prove a lot of maybe doubters wrong, yeah. um, because it's just where I feel like it's I your belong. Thing. It's yeah. so fun to watch. It's definitely you're in your element performing for sure. See, there she is. Um, and but we do have a lot of listeners that have bar mitzvahs coming up too. I think so. This should be good. Okay, but also like, even if you don't have like bar mitzvahs, like if you have driveways or like decks, um, I 
can you know I can go I can do like performance art where I just like stare at you <laughs> if I cancel my tanning membership and you're dying oh your God. deck if you're like staining the wood of your deck I can just you know let it drip on me thanks for letting me know you have a tanning membership the next time you need a tan and a pinch I'm gonna hit you up no if we're being honest they don't let you transfer or like use your unused ones oh it's, that's so rude no but we love organic shimmer on Melrose <laughs> um, ask for plug, Candace plug, or plug. Kayla because one of them doesn't work there anymore. Not that they're going to listen to this. I'm going to stop talking. <laughs> um, they grandfather the price so I won't cancel my membership. But, like, I don't know why I have it if I don't always use it. Mm-hmm. But, like, I'd rather, like, lose money than, like, consciously spend 10 extra dollars. <laughs> so, like, come on. Mm-hmm. You always do have a, a shimmer about you. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm trying to be, like, my president. You know, orange. <laughs> orange and um, I'm trying to be, like... Huckabee and have a stroke. It's not, oh, I think it's Sarah Huckabee Sanders. Yeah, I did. She had a stroke. No, but doesn't it look like it? Oh my god, I'm trying to be, um, actually, no, I hate her. Uh, she's ugly inside. So, yeah, if she had a stroke, I would hope she survives, but has a new outlook. No, 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 just hope she can't, you know, do her job. Although, if we're she being honest, she's, she's so good at her job, yeah. and that's why I hate her. Oh, I hate her so much. Yeah, I hate her too. Oh, I'm so glad we talked to her, though. Not Miss Fuckabee Sanders. Oh. I saw Kathy Griffin live um, last week, or two weeks ago at the Dolby, and she had a lot of commentary, so. Oh my god. Oh my god. You went? Was that like a three-hour show? Was it awesome? It was a very long show, and it was really good. It was didn't it even feel like stand-up. It didn't feel like a stand-up show. It literally felt like her explaining everything that happened, happened to, her to her through a comedic lens, but it was much more from like the tone of, I'm telling you this because even though it happened to me specifically, the fact that it happened is, is really horrifying because it could happen to you yeah. in some capacity. And like she sprinkled in stories about the Kardashians being her neighbors and stuff like that. But it was, yeah, it was really about the <sighs> year she's had. I wanted to go. I really did too. I'm sorry you guys didn't go. I mean, you go to everything. I'm so jowl. I'm so jowl. You go to, like, Utah for, like, weeks at a time. Okay, I was there for, like, four days, five days. Four days, too much. (laughs) Actually, am I sure why I went? No. You have really good comedic timing in turns. I feel like you should also probably put comedy on the agenda. It honestly is. Well, not actually. Like like Madonna said she wanted to do stand-up, and I watched her try to do stand-up once, and I got secondhand embarrassment and literally literally had to, like, put deodorant on my face like I was stripping. Um, But, like, yeah, I yeehawed in Utah. I uh, didn't get Madonna. a UTI. That's um, secondhand embarrassment. I'm oh just, my god! Yeah, Madonna. I'm just embarrassed for every post she ever posts. No, we love her, but also like she's from Michigan. Just saying. Come on, yes she is. <laughs> Come on, Come on Madonna, aka Madge, aka Esther, aka Kabbalah Queen, <laughs> aka invented music and not aging. Um, she's aging. She looks like a squirrel. <laughs> and you know what? If you want to look like her, you can go to MDNA. It's her new company of skincare and gym lines. I don't want to look like her. What shares skin line? That's who we need. Steven Tyler looks like leather. So <laughs> that's another option. Um, oh my god. See, I feel like if I when I'm a huge star so famous and stuff, you know, that's me manifesting. I'm not being cocky. Um, maybe I could go on a talk show and make people laugh and then they'd be like, okay, he's funny. He's a personality. You I think you definitely And then sure. I could get at least like $20 on Instagram posts. <laughs> 
Yeah. It's all about manifesting. Because where I am currently, it's like if someone gives me something, I'm like, can I post it and pretend like you paid me? <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding. I got paid like once. That's cool. I know. Being an influencer. We'll pretend like we paid you to be on this podcast. Yeah, I'm influencer <laughs> adjacent. Uh, uh, so LA. Uh, that's me. <laughs> the adjacent. Mm-hmm. All right. Um... Thank well, you so much yeah, for coming Yeah, thanks on, so much, Jared. Jared. It's been just great. It's just been golly good time. It oh has. my god, it went by in like a second. Yeah, it did. Losing my mind over here. Okay, work. Okay, um, glam. All right, well, Jared Gelman at Jared Gelman on Instagram, and we will post his photo up today also. All right. Thanks for listening to <laughs> Two, Two Broke Gays. Bye, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I just really wanted to say bye, and I just had to make that happen. Okay. You can put that on after we say two more gays. Okay, so. bye gays, bye gals, bye queers, bye fangies. <laughs> um, but also the straights. <laughs>